Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarika Stiaf. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <clears throat> Amory, this is a baseball program, Amory. What are you doing? Headlines with Amory Castillo. We finished the last segment. Okay. Okay. Balance. It's, come on. We got an hour left of the program. We got to get to it. Do you guys want to start off with some Tom Brady news? Only always, Amory. Tom Brady is a little upset, y'all. <laughs> okay. And, and he is glad he is retired. Because he thinks the direction of the NFL... And he ripped the officials, the officiating. He said this time, he says um, he's retired for good this time around, but doesn't love what he's seen from referees throughout the first half of the 2023 NFL season. Okay. And? Old man yells at clouds. (laughs) And? His direct quote is, football's a physical sport. There's There's a physical element to all this. During the last edition of his Let's Go Sirius XM show and podcast, if you didn't know he had one, you throw a 15-yard flag for something that, you know, 20 years ago maybe we have had a flag that affects the game in a big way. The tuck are rule you, guy. Are you, talk, yeah, are you talking about the tuck rule guy? Are you talking about Spygate guy? You guys know exactly what we're talking about. Are you about. talking about the, the inspiration for the Astros cheating scandal, Tom Brady? That Tom Brady? Who's the rules of the from the NFL protecting quarterbacks? He doesn't rule and helping wide receivers. You don't think that that elongated his career and his greatness when he has the sheer gall to talk smack about the rules that directly help him? Shut up, shut up, Tom. Also, we love you on this program. I'm a big fan. But that's why he is staying retired for good, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. That's why. <laughs> also, like 15 teams would immediately sign him. Absolutely. Do you mean like the Dallas Cowboys? Because that's the next headline. No, they have Cooper Rush. They already have one good quarterback. <laughs> Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy talks unique situation that Dak Prescott faces. He has said, and I don't know if this is unique, that Dak Prescott is currently the NFL's most scrutinized quarterback. That's your fault, Jerry. America's team. Hey, I love, I love Dak. We just got to put some support around him. Uh, he's, I, I think he's the, he's the business. All right, uh, we all love Dak. We're gonna give Dak the longest leash that he needs. We're gonna surround him by talent because Dak's a winner. You put the pressure on him yourself, Jerry. Well, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and, no? Yes, no, no that was really good. Okay. Well, Mike McCarthy and star, star pass rusher Micah Parsons needs it to be known that Dak Prescott is one of the top seven NFL quarterbacks in the NFL. They have him as seven. 17. And the NFL does. Yeah, he's all right. 
Yeah. Black Kirk Cousins. He's cool. Right in the middle. So these are two headlines combined in one for y'all. Okay. The mighty Las Vegas Raiders head to Chicago mm-hmm. on Sunday. So Las Vegas Raiders versus the Chicago Bears. Both starting quarterbacks will be out. Jimmy G and Justin Fields. I'm just curious. I know we're going to do picks later on the show. Who you think is going to win the game? Brian Hoyer or Tyson Badgent? Uh, Tyson Badgent. Of course. No one's rooting for Tyson Badgent harder than me. Why? A Packers fan is rooting for the Bears backup. Like a D3 football player. He played in uh, the same league as Highlands, right? I believe he played for Mines. Is that right? I'm not sure exactly. (laughs) But who doesn't want that story? Nobody out. Top of the ninth. Two men on. (laughs) And playoff legend Jose Altuve up. We got some more NFL? Yeah, we do. No, we do. We do. I just, I kind of like, this is like, we like some updates. So playoff baseball is important. Got a couple more for you. Saints quarterback Derek Carr. What happened? Three run shot. Three run dinger, baby. We got it. Jose Altuve, top of the ninth, bailing out Justin Verlander. This just got real in Dallas, Texas, baby. Let's go, Mighty Mouse. Top of the ninth. Woo! This is the best headline so far. Two men on. Jose Altuve to the plate. The first pitch he sees. I got chills. I, Look at that. He, I knew so. every every hair on my body is standing at full attention right I now. And that's not chair. the only thing that's standing at full attention either. He, Let's go. He hits one at a deep right center field. Clears the bases, a one-run advantage. And now the Rangers are going to go high and inside. And they throw at Dubon to get him right back. This is so good. Now toss him. Toss him. Look, look. What's this cat's name? Leclerc. Leclerc. And the umpire is doing the warning deal or whatever. The Astros are still celebrating with Altuve in the dugout, so they don't know their yeah. dude almost got hit in the face here. And oh, shut up! Shut up! Are those back. Shut that's up! The warning track. Oh, to the warning track. <laughs> oh my gosh. One out, top of the ninth. Houston takes the lead. Is that a three-seam fastball? You just put a three-seam fastball. I believe that over was the heart. a hung circle change right over the heart of the plate. And Justin Verlander runs all the way out to the playing surface to celebrate it. And it is a no-doubter. Yeah, Altuve was um, not going to lose. He is that dude. He previously 0 for 4. Multiple strikeouts. And Bregman now, one for three on the day, comes to the plate. And he's got a one-run cushion looking to extend. And he swung like tomorrow might not come, fouls it straight back. (laughs) Playoff baseball is so good. So So good. good. So good. I literally love Jose Altuve. I knew you weren't falling out of your chair because I was about to tell you a headline about Derek Carr. So I Please was wondering what do. happened. Yeah. Isn't it wild? Please keep interrupting me, though. Isn't it to you guys? And I'm not trying to, Amory. I'm sorry. No, this is good. Sports fan loves the NFL so much 
that they want a stupid headline about Derek Carr and his stupid Saints team instead of ALCS top of the nine. I don't ninth. think that's true, though. I actually think they're enjoying the interruption of headlines, and I want it to continue to happen. I love that. Yeah, true. Also true. These can both be true. They're no, both true. they but love this both. Is, this, is, this game is beautiful. Yes. A, almost a benches-clearing brawl just the inning before, and then a three-run go-ahead homer in the top of the ninth by playoff legend Jose Altuve, who strikes again. The next pitch, a sweet chin music, eventually retired on a long five ball to the warning track, and then a just a little... And, Fred, I think you're exactly right. The Houston bench was too busy yeah. celebrating that home run to know that Dubon, the next batter up, first pitch, got some high heat right next to his chin. Now Alvarez, who's two for four today, looks at the best pitch he'll see at this at bat over the heart of the plate and didn't didn't pull the trigger. Because there's no way he thought he's about to throw him a strike, but he throws him the best one ever. 429, six home runs and 13 ribbies in this postseason. I'm telling you, he's Big Poppy Jr. He hacks like he's got a bad cough. Can't catch up to that one. It's 0-2, Amory. Since you didn't love baseball growing up. I loved baseball growing up. (laughs) That's what's so crazy is people think I just love NFL. I love baseball. My first love was Ken Griffey Jr. I used to write love letters to him all the time. Alvarez goes down swinging. We'll come back from the break with more NFL headlines, predictions, and hopefully more interruptions because this game has gotten really good. On the bottom of the ninth, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Are we witnessing the greatest game in baseball history live in motion right now? Jose Altuve with a three-run dinger to put the Astros up in the top of the ninth. Astros bring in closer Ryan Presley back-to-back singles with nobody out. Line shot right at the shortstop, nabs it out of midair. Jeter and or Jordan-esque play right there. Bottom of the ninth, one out. Men on first and second for Mitch Garver and his Texas Rangers. Albuquerque's Mitch Garver started this rally with a little single. Back-to-back singles. If the Rangers, there's one over the heart of the plate, check, swing, and nothing to Corey Seager. Corey Seager, top 10 guy in the league, your opinion? He's streaky. He's streaky is his biggest problem, but he's when he's on, he's as good as anyone in baseball. Look at those postseason numbers, 343. What did he get, $300 million? He got all the money. This is his first year in Texas, right? Oh, and he hits one into deep center field. That's going to be short. It's going to go to the track. The runner will tag from se- The runner he does not tag will from not second. will not tag. Oh, Bottom of the ninth. There's no way. Two outs and With two men on. You have to take third there on how deep that was hit. Because you got to put runners at the corners with Presley, unless the Rangers think they have a better opportunity with a runner at second, and maybe being able to see the grip, I guess, of Presley from behind, maybe a tip pitches kind of thing, which I very much believe is real. Oh, this is wild! What a game! Rangers chasing one. The Astros are going to do a mound visit here. Who's Miller? That's the pitching coach. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. 
This kid, Evan Carter, is an absolute dude. He had to be to be wearing Josh Hamilton's number. He's uh, a rookie. If you don't know Evan Carter, he's a rookie, and he's been just on absolute fire since he got caught up. I believe he reached base the first nine at-bats of the playoffs for the Rangers. Pretty good. One for three today, single walk run. That's where heroes are made right now. So a base hit ties it. And if you're the Astros, you're doing no doubles defense here because, and I don't know who the runner is at first, so I'm sorry. Lays off a beautiful slider, barely off the inside of the plate. 1-0. Because a double here, in theory, gets the runner from first. There's one low in the inside corner called for a strike. Was that off speed? A hit, yeah. A hit obviously ties it up. But you would like to have this guy on third to make it a for sure run with a hit. One and one's a count. Foul ball right off of his own shin. One and two. The Astros are one strike away. From going back home to Houston with a 3-2 series lead, winning three straight games. Is Presley the cat we interviewed on going Oppo? Is that who we had on? No. No. What a good problem to have, not remembering what Major League Baseball players you've interviewed. One strike remaining, one to the count, two down, bottom of the ninth. Rangers chasing one, two men on. Carter steps back into the box. Uh, real lax on the pitch clock here. Is that not happening in the playoffs? It is. All right. Here's the pitch. High and outside. Wasted one. Try to get him to swing. 2-2. Two, two. That one wasn't even in the area code, though. I mean, this is a battle here. 2-2 two and two the count. 2 on. Bottom of the ninth. 2 men on for the Rangers. Your rookie stud. Presley's going to go low and away here. And it's low, and he gets them swinging. Astros steal one in the ninth inning on the road. They lead the series three to two. There's like an electricity going through my body right now. That's why I want to. I want to be. I want to be more of a maniac. Take some of that true lemon right now. Yell. Do it. Like, oh, that's smart. Really smart. Take a shot of true lemon. Is that what it's called? I'm gonna chug the rest of this Sadie's peach margarita. Chug, chug, chug. chug, Astros and Jose Altuve's. Top of the ninth heroics proved to be enough in a nail-biter of a bottom of the ninth as Ryan Presley, who often does this, puts people on but still closes the game out for the World Series champion Houston Astros as they go back to Houston one win away for a chance of back-to-back World Series. Wild. What a game. You know, Van, you called it in six. Astros and six, baby. What are the Rangers doing the last three games? And now... Hey, will you turn your phone on silent for the next two minutes? It's it's only on... Yeah, it's only on vibrate. Let me not put it on the table. Because there's going to be a flood of text messages coming in right now. I know everyone knows about Jose Altuve. Okay, I can't, I can't put my phone in my crutch. That's even worse. That's very distracting. I know they know, but this is how Jose Altuve is number two all time in postseason home runs. 
Why you keep throwing him strikes in these situations absolutely baffles me. Oh, wait, I know. Alex Bregman's right behind him. Then Jordan Alvarez is right behind him. Then Kyle Tucker is right behind him. Then Jose Abreu is right behind him. Then Michael Brantley is right behind him. You have no other choice to pitch. I'm choking it up. I know you can hate the Houston Astros, friends of the show, but how you can hate Jose Altuve baffles me. All of five, five and a half feet tall defied all the odds just to make it to Major League Baseball. And he is an absolute stud and the sweetest guy. Multiple Astros have vouched. What a game. We should, we switched the TV over to the Diamondbacks and the Phillies, but we switched the program over to NFL picks whenever we get back. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Astros win. Astros win. Top of the ninth. Go ahead. Bottom of the ninth. Closed it out. The hated Houston Astros have all but punched their ticket to this year's World Series. Now up three games to two. Only one win remaining. Only two games remaining, if needed, in the city of Houston. Where they're garbage, by the way. Uh, I recently learned that Jose Altuve is the only good part of that garbage can. <laughs> well, Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman. <laughs> Naturally. There's a handful of people in this city rooting for the Astros, not because of their lovability scale of Jose Altuve and Michael Brantley and Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker, but also Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman. We got some Astros fans out in these streets, baby. Because we're con- contractually obligated. Hey, Marie, let's continue with the 11 a.m. games on Sunday. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, so, man, I'm just so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> it was fun witnessing that moment here with you. Um, okay, so continue with the 11, 11 o'clock games. We got the Detroit Lions who sit at 5-1 and one, heading uh, to Baltimore to take on the Ravens who are 4-2. and two. I mean, Ravens, didn't we already do this game? No. We talked about earlier with Lenny. With Lenny. Like, Ravens are not winners. Maybe, maybe Even three, they won four. Three, it's, it's three se- points. It seems like Lamar Jackson has a weapon in Zay Flowers, but one dude's not enough. Odell Beckham Jr. is a shell of himself. Bateman's not that guy. Lamar Jackson is smart enough not to run around like he used to his first couple years in the league, and they just can't get it done. The offense isn't enough. They don't have the same dominant defense as they used to. The Ravens are a average middling team who can beat bad teams and lose to good teams. Detroit Lions are a good team. Even being on the road, I think the Lions are just, just going to outmatch them. I think the Lions easily, and I think the spreads... Three and a half lions. It's three. Three on the dot. I went three and a half as well. So good job. Yeah. We were right there. Okay, so you think the lions are taking it on the road? Very much so. Brought up this game during NFL headlines, and obviously the Astros winning. Uh, but the Las Vegas Raiders head to Chicago. The Raiders are three and three. The Chicago Bears are one and five. Both starting quarterbacks are out. Who wins? I think the Raiders have a better roster top to bottom. They've choked away a bunch of games that I thought they'd win so far this year. But I'm rooting for the Bears. But I think the Raiders 
will come out on top, even on the road. I mean, I don't know what Inside Info Vegas has on this one, but I would say Raiders minus one and a half, maybe. Fred? <sighs> Terrible it's, game. It's just so bad. It's so bad. I think I want to watch a little bit of it. To I kind of want to. Yeah, just to see how bad they both the are. The garbage show. I'm going to say it's completely even money. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago Bears are underdogs at home at plus two and a half. Two and a half. All right. That was close. Another close one. Look at this guy. For real, I was close too, though. Yeah. The the last uh, 11, uh, the early game, sorry, before we head into this afternoon games, is the Washington Commanders at the New York Giants. These games just keep getting better and better. Uh, Daniel Jones is still questionable with his neck injury. So the three and three commanders against the New York Giants, who are one and five. I got commanders easy in this one. Whether it's Daniel Jones or not, it doesn't matter. Daniel Jones is garbage. Their backup is garbage. Um, Saquon Barkley has to go off for like 200 combined yards and like three tutties to keep this close. Uh, I got the commanders on the road, and I think the commanders are probably four and a half. Mm. Fred? God, they're not four and a half. I think they're considerably better than the Giants. The Washington Guardians had to be fair by 10. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Woo, curveball. The Giants suck. Saquon Barkley's no good. They got no wide receivers. Their best player is a tight end, and he doesn't really try very hard. (laughs) Darren Waller? Yeah. (laughs) Well, the Giants are dogs at home plus three. Okay. That's what Van said. I said four and a half. That's Mm -hmm. close. Heading into the afternoon games, we've got the Arizona Cardinals, who are one and five, headed to Seattle against the Seattle Seahawks, who are three and two. I mean, this is ten, ten and a half. This is a big blowout at home for a good Seattle Seahawks team and a booty Cardinals team who somehow beat the Cowboys. This should be winless on the year. You know, I'm a big Josh Dobbs guy. I'm Me rooting. Too. For, I'm rooting for him in Arizona. You, guys, you two love losers, so this track. But yeah, for sure. I want Josh Dobbs jersey. The C- Seattle outmatches them at basically every position on the field. And off the field, their coaching is way better. I got the Seahawks, and I think it's going to be very close to a touchdown. Give me Seahawks minus six and a half. Ooh. And what would you guess, Fred? Ten and a half. It is Seahawks minus eight. Okay. So that puts me, so I'm the correct one this time. Yes. <laughs> Heading into the next game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at three and two take on the Los Angeles Rams, who are three and three. All right, this is my lock of the week. Okay. okay. I'm ready for it. Pittsburgh and going away over the Los Angeles Rams, formerly of St. Louis County. Oh, my goodness. Is this a personal bet? It definitely is. I think that Kenny Pickett started drinking the Kool Aid of Mike Tomlin. <laughs> And he is convinced that he's an NFL quarterback when everyone else in the whole world knows he's not. Well, Mike Tomlin just needs to get a winning record. And I think throughout the season, the Steelers will do exactly that. Just do enough to get a winning record. But this week is going to be a L. Five and a half. As the Rams are considerably better than I thought they were at the beginning of the season. Matt Stafford looks healthy. Puka Nakua Lapchuda 
is a dude, and Cooper Cup is, I mean, might be the best receiver on the planet. Welcome back. I got the Rams, and the Steelers always get a good line, so I don't want to go too high. I think it's Rams minus three and a half. Uh, Van, you are very close. It's Rams minus three. Okay. Another half a point away. I like this. Okay. Heading into, <laughs> can't wait to watch this game. Van, your Green Bay Packers head to Denver to take on the Broncos. The Packers are two and three and the Broncos are one and five. The Broncos have a very good defense like a top five in the NFL defense, but their offense is so abysmal. Their coach sucks. Their quarterback is a shell of himself, but I still think it's enough to keep it close. Um, I think the Packers on the road are probably only one and a half point favorites. I'm so mad at Green Bay. (laughs) Same. Always the same. The Broncos will win. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Green Bay. The first half, maybe. And Jordan Love. A little bit of fool's gold at they're, the beginning of the year. They, they're pretending to be in the mix. They're not the business. It's going to be Denver. And I believe the line is probably something stupid, like Green Bay favored on the road by a point and a half. Okay, we both said Green Bay minus one and a half. I got the Packers winning. Fred's got the Broncos winning. Well, the line is the Denver Broncos plus one. Ooh, so close. At home field, that's what I'm saying. Okay, another half a point off. Vegas, are you listening? Your boy's a handicap. If you're doing the Immaculate Grid, you would you would have a very low score right now. I am way closer than you are. We're going to do an Immaculate Grid to end the program today. I'm keeping tabs. Oh, we got two more games in our picks. All right, do them right now so we can do an Immaculate Grid when we get back. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we talked about this <laughs> earlier, but the Chargers at 2-3 and three had to Arrowhead, go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, who are 5-1. and one. Chiefs by a lot. I don't know why, but a lot of people in the NFL world see a Chargers resurgence, and they think it starts this week. I don't see it. Chiefs at home, still undefeated with Taylor Swift in attendance. They do what they need to do. This is going to be close. Uh, I think the Chiefs win, and I think the Chiefs are probably two and a half. Fred? Spread? Chiefs by eight. Oh it is minus five and a half. Oh, my God. That Okay. That kind of jacks up all my scores. And my favorite game of the week that I'm looking forward to is Sunday night football, where the Miami Dolphins had to Philly to take on the Eagles. Both teams are five and one. This is Monday night? Sunday night. Sunday oh. night. To wrap up our picks, because I know you'll do your picks for Howie's on Monday. The Eagles are obviously favored in this one. Big? Big? Nope. Definitely not big. They're hurt. They're hurt, but they're at home. They're Jalen Hurts, and it's six and a half. You think an Eagles six and a half? Yeah. Okay, I definitely won this competition. Um, I love Mike McDaniel. Me too. I cannot lie. He's Same. the most fun guy to watch on the field backed up. He's the best press conference. He's got the best facial expressions. You're he is legit hilarious. I'm a Dolphins guy this year. 
basically all of Florida. I love Florida this year. I love year. Florida. I love every Florida team this year. Mm. They're so much fun and so interesting. The Eagles are still favored. I'm going to say Eagles minus one and a half. Ben, you're so good this day. And you said six and a half, Fred? Yes. Uh, it's Eagles minus two and a half. Okay. okay. Those go. are your, your games for this week. All right. So every you NFL think Miami game. wins on Sunday night? I don't hate that idea. I just need to know. I like it. So we did every NFL game and predicted the spread on every single one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was only 12 and a half total points off of Vegas. Look at that. Look at that. You kept better notes than me. Look at this prognosticator. I I didn't keep perfect notes, but I think I was uh, 11 and a half. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're at the program up with an immaculate grid whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. We got our NFL picks out of the way. Houston won big. We're going to wrap the week up with a fun little Immaculate Grid because I haven't done mine yesterday. If you haven't done Immaculate Grid, it's ImmaculateGrid.com. Uh, I do the, it's the baseball reference one. I really like, I do the, but they have them all. They have basketball, football, hockey, pro wrestling. They all exist or whatever. All right, Van, uh, we have it up. So the grid is uh, vertically, it's Yankees, it's Cleveland, it's Washington. Okay. And horizontally, it's the Twins. Oh, this is so cool. Less than or equal to a 3.0 ERA in a season and only one team. Can we start, Van, with the only one team category? Are you okay with that? Okay, so I haven't done one. Um, complete transparency here. I've only done one of these in my life. Okay, me And okay. it was right when I heard about it. I've done a bunch. So I've, only so, done, I've literally only done one. The idea is you want obscure guys with a low score, but because we're just entering, we'll just start. So for the Yankees, the only one team would go Mickey Mantle. Okay. All right. That's going to be my oh. answer. Good job. All right, cool. So only 8% picked him. Uh, for Cleveland and only one team... I, Jose Ramirez. Well, he's not one, and I know he's not. Okay. Because he played for the Marlins as well. Okay. So I know this one just because I know baseball a little bit. It's Bob Lemon. And that's a super old one, and I only know it because I only know it. That's but, a, okay. That's but that's one. who we're going to go with. Okay. Okay. So so the Washington Nationals and only one team. I know who I would I, go with. I got this one. Who? Strasburg. I was going to go with Zimmerman. That's a good one. I, you call it. Do Zim. All right. Yeah, I like that. All right, so Ryan Zimmerman is in. So in the one-team category, we're currently three for three. Zimmerman was the big one. That was 47%. We screwed that one up. Okay. So that's our bad. So now let's go with played for the Twins and played for the Yankees. I have a guy from this season, unless you have someone. Hit me. I have Gallo. Strong. Okay. You want to go with that? Yeah, let's go with that one. So then played for Cleveland and played for the Twins. Who is that to you? That's a harder one. Um, oh, what's his name? This is the, the part where it gets so fun. Milton Bradley? Milton Bradley. I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember him playing for the Twins. Okay. I thought he had one season with the Twins. Okay, well, let's not go with him then. Does Eddie Rosario work? Did he play for the Guardians for like five minutes, or am I being stupid? I think you're correct. Do you want to try it or not? Plug it. Jason Kubel. That guy played for both. Let's go with him. So Jason Kubel. All 
All right, so that one is good. That's 1%, so we're doing really well. Played for the Twins and played for the Nationals, man. Played for the Twins and played for the Nationals. Okay. This one's not coming to me either. That one's harder. Twins. Oh, I got you. I got you. Nelson Cruz. All right, good one. Thank you. I wouldn't have got that one so quickly. 25%. That one's. Now, this is where I'm going to get harder. I'm going to need your help because the pitching is harder for me. Okay. Less than or equal a 3.0 ERA in a season and played for the Yankees. Now, can I use relievers here? I would assume I can. You don't have to be a starter, right? Yeah. So this seems like Rivera would be an obvious answer. I think Rivera is. Do you get more points for more obscure? Yeah. Oh, okay. you want It's like golf. You want a lower score. And okay. The only one we really screwed up on was Ryan Zimmerman, and I kind of don't love that because I thought that was a fun answer. Okay. Yeah, Zimmerman and Strasburg are the only ones that I could literally think of. Yeah. For that square. <sighs> Rivera, that's a super easy one. You want to go with that? Yeah, let's move All on. Right. So well, then, only so much program, right? Yeah, right. Less than equal to a 3.0 ERA in a season in the Cleveland Guardians or Indians. How about Pedro? Charleston Charles. I don't know who that is. CC Sabathia. Oh, okay. Sabathia is a good one. Also probably would have worked for the Yankee answer. Mm. All right, he didn't do it, so we missed. No. Yeah, we missed. CC never had a sub three for the Indians? Correct. Oh, that blows my mind. Did Pedro? Or was he with the Yeah, he was with the Indians. No, he was no. with the Red Sox. Sox, yeah. Um Yeah. So he did not do it. Well, I'm legit bummed. I thought that was uh, That's all right. We, and that's that's what's fun about it. So now we lose one. We so gotta, we can only go to the Nationals. Oh, we got to skip this one? Well, no. So we can either do try to do Cleveland again or go to the Nationals. Oh, we're going to miss a square no matter and, what. So you know we should have said Strasburg for the Nationals. Kluber for the Indians. Well, it's too late now. So our our rarity score was a little higher. It was 232. And like I said, we super missed that one in the middle because we got too, we got too exciting. You want to know what the most popular answer was? Hmm. Bob Feller. Okay, which makes sense. Gaylord Perry would have been number two. I mean, Bob Feller is the answer to like all those questions. All right, what um, what tier are we in? How do we do? Our average score was seven. So, I mean, that's not so bad. Oh, not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. We were in the. Well. We weren't in the lowest. <laughs> All right, not lowest is great. No, not in this game. You want to be in the lowest. So we were in the mix. Not bad for my second time ever. These things are kind of fun. Me and Sushan do them every morning, and we, like, send them to each other with invisible ink or whatever so we can't cheat. Ah. But it's like a it's like a fun, like, whatever. The football one, Amory, you ready for this? Played for the Vikings and played for the Jets. Played for the Vikings and played for the Jets. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. Um, so is it like the better the player, or can I just name anyone? You, well, you can just name anyone. Cause we're Percy Harvin. All right, well, I already have Dalvin Cook. Played okay. for the Jets or played for the Vikings. Favara? Could have. Uh, Tyler Conklin. Played for the Vikings and played for the 49ers. Who? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Move it back. Move it back. Randy Moss. Played for the 49ers and the Vikings? That's Yeah, Randy Moss. No one, Everyone forgets about that. Okay. Good job. Good pick. 
in the Hall of Fame and played for the Vikings? Chris Carter. Good answer. You mm. love Chris Carter. I do love Chris Carter. He's my favorite receiver of all time. Played for the Jets and played for the Raiders. That's a harder one. No, I'm just thinking... It- it it's like the better the player, the better we do, right? No, it's the more obscure the, more the obscure. player. Or obscure. Okay, let me. Mm. That makes it harder. It does. I I have a quarterback in mind. What's... Who? Uh, Josh McCown. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. But we can go with whatever you want. Obscure. No, I like if it were getting weird. Yes, Van or Van has one. No, go for it. I don't even know how to spell Josh McCown. All right, I got it. Played for the Jets and played for the Chiefs. Uh, Hardman. <laughs> oh, yeah. The <laughs> he just recent, got traded back. Also, I don't know if he'll go that quick. What's his name? Nicole. In the mix. Good job. So, played for San Francisco and played for the Raiders. This is Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is going to be the number one answer for yeah, sure. It has to be. All right. Played for the 49ers and played for the Chiefs. The number one should be Joe Montana, unless you guys want to do something. Alex Smith? Oh, good one. Yeah, there you go. I like that a lot. This is my fault that my computer's not moving quickly. Hall of Famer played for the Raiders. Charles Woodson. Good answer. And we can't change any of these once we fill them in? Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I thought. Hall of Famer played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Montana is the obvious one, but yeah. we can go wherever you guys want. I'm trying to just, Gosh. I'm trying to start from the bottom. <laughs> just trying to think like Jared the Allen, obscure. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Is he in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. Oh, I'm, man. I would feel like we'd have remembered his. It, it's what's that Shields guy that played guard? You know what I'm David talking about. Let me also have uh, a minute. Come on, Brian. Derek Brooks. Oh. Chiefs Hall of Famer? The no, he played for the Buccaneers. Will Shields, I want to go with. How do you okay. guys feel about I like it? I feel because we're out of time. Right. Oh, this is so fun. I'm going to play this all the time. <laughs> all right, so we got a perfect, we got an immaculate score. Woo! The number one answer was Tony Gonzalez for that one. Oh, good one. Hey, Josh McCown was the uh, number one for that. <laughs> Raiders and Jets. Let's good go. job. Stupid. People forget though Randy Moss played for I forgot. the Niners for a second. Good show today, Marie. Thank you. Thank you. I hope brought the energy. Nice. Van, final words. Get out there this weekend and support some local sports out there, friends of the show. Hey, get out there to University Stadium. Watch Lobos kick some ass. Watch Party for the United at San Diego Sports Bar. That'll be fun, too. Have fun, be safe, and make sure you check out the opening drive Monday morning with Jeff and JJ. We're hosting Fall Fest tomorrow. Good job, everyone. GG. See you on Monday, Burke.